Welcome to This Much Love, a recurring positivity podcast with Katie Harth and Kenan Schneider. Episode 12, Thanks, Germany. We are people, but there are probably more people who have passions that they could talk about, like Something that I think about is like I I have several friends who are very passionate about things that I'm not particularly passionate about, and I'm sure they would be able to talk at length about those things. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I mean, I would be interested to see, I think, if there's any interest, like, or if people who happen to listen think that it would be a good idea for us to bring in more people. I know that that's something that you struggle with. I have two things, and this is an interesting sort of meta thing to discuss on the show but yeah. where where else is this more appropriate sure. you know um there are two uh, two major things one is just a technical technical thing like mm-hmm. we have two mics <laughs> we have mm-hmm. one mic that i own and then a mic that we're able to borrow right. uh which mean, w- means that we'd have to at the very least invest in a second mic mm-hmm. and then like i i feel like we could work through the whole like okay scheduling you know how do we get people in here? Right. Make that a, a thing that happens. My other thing is just like sort of a general podcast thing. And this is probably just an area where I might just need to like break out of my comfort zone. Mm-hmm. I really like the the format and personalities that I listen to on podcasts. Mm-hmm. So I, I tend to like gravitate towards shows where there's like consistency. Like mm-hmm. I start to develop this bond. And when guests are brought on, I'm like... I, I that Taken bond out is broken. of that, yeah, <clears throat> mm-hmm. sure, yeah, because it always changes up the dynamic, and sometimes it's good, and sometimes it's not. Um, mm-hmm. And so there, and there are shows that like the whole point is to have a guest every single time, right? And that's where it's like, okay, I'm in the mindset, like the expectations there, mm-hmm. and so it's like I don't want to just kind of like hoard this because I enjoy doing this, and I feel like it could be really interesting to bring other people in and explore. Mm-hmm. But what does that show look like? How does it feel to perform it? Um, what does it feel like to have a third person and two hosts then or two interviewers? Sure. How does that conversation happen? Yeah. I also like wonder if there's like an opportunity for people to sub in, right? Yeah. And like I do like the idea of, for example, like you've got friends that are, I mean, that you are clearly more close with than I am. Mm-hmm. And so if we were to bring in those people, then like I would be coming in as a pretty like new listener to that person in general and while you may learn things about them you have a whole slew like a whole rolodex of knowledge about this person already and so then does it make more sense for me to be there because i can offer kind of a a, like a perspective that may be more akin to what our audience is experiencing of being like oh this is really interesting tell me more about x when like that might not be something you're interested in exploring because you already know it um, I'm talking in very like abstract terms here, but um, or does it make sense for for that person to tap me out and that the two of you can have a conversation? Right. Yeah. And so that's a hard thing, too, because like this is our show. Mm-hmm. And I think like the the rapport that we have and the 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 back and forth and that sort of like that conversation that comes mm-hmm. is important. And it would feel weird to have somebody come on where it's just kind of like. Oh, one of the co-hosts does not say as much. 
uh, like they're kind of like on the periphery then. And so it doesn't feel either because like I would be absent or maybe I just wouldn't feel comfortable participating. As totally. Much. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And so like I want to I want to like expand the horizon of right. the show. Right. And I want to find creative ways to do that. And I don't want to say no to friends like at the because they're I, like you're like you've said, like we have people in our lives that love certain things that we just don't like we have not experienced or it just isn't the thing that like scratches that itch for mm-hmm. us. Like that's not what we're passionate about. But like, why not incorporate that? And so I'm trying to figure out ways to make that a part of our this whole experience while still keeping it um keeping that True like personality yeah yeah so i mean but i think that i think that maybe and this is definitely a, a pot call in the kettle black moment i'm wondering if you're overthinking it maybe that it's just like i think that you can you can't control how something as variable as another human being will feel in this medium right and that I think you have to be at peace with letting it be what it is and also be okay with like working on it. And if it doesn't feel right, letting it go yeah, and saying this is not the episode that we air. Um, I don't think that we have to air everything that we record, you know? That's true. Um, and like, and I think that that's something that we should put forth as a challenge to ourselves as well. Like there was an episode um a few weeks back where you asked me initially asked me a question and it did not go anywhere <laughs> and you were true. like let's start over yes <laughs> you know yeah i think it's okay to make those decisions yeah no that's a really good point and i'm glad i'm really glad that we started over on that yes, episode because yes. it was like it was one of those things where I was like really excited to to talk about it and yes. then realized that like you weren't nearly as excited and it just it it fucking went nowhere. It felt so <laughs> it was painful. Like, it's okay. I would do other things though. Yeah. Yeah, I like it was so the the question was, <laughs> how much do you love road trips? Mm-hmm. And you were essentially like they're fine. I would rather fly. I would just like to get to the place that I want to go. It's just like, <laughs> no, this completely turns it on its head. And in a strange twist of fate, Keenan, my question for you today is how much do you love road trips? Are you kidding me? I'm not. That's, uh, the That's legitimately question. the question I was going to ask you today. Oh, my goodness. Mm-hmm. This could not have worked out better. I initially brought up the how much do you love road trips question mm-hmm. because we took a really awesome road trip um what a couple years ago at this point a year and a half half years ago two and a half or no No, a year and a half a year and a half um so coming up on two years ago uh this summer um that when we had kind of talked about doing that for a while like this is something that we said like oh wouldn't it be cool if like you know we took a trip as friends uh drove out uh to like to like glacier uh or we're thinking of other parks like I mean did like we talk Yosemite. about Yosemite and things like that like just basically drive out west and go Wyoming hiking. Idaho Montana yeah like all that um and if, I felt for the longest time like a a pipe dream but like we were both really excited about doing that yeah and so we did it we enjoyed it and we have since taken a couple relatively lengthy road trips like multiple states multiple hours in the car 
Um, we've been to Wisconsin. We've been to Minnesota. We've been to Cincinnati. Ohio. Like, yeah. And so they're we do really well together in that environment, I think. So the fact that we both got so excited and have gotten mm-hmm. so excited about these in the past, yeah, kind of like made it seem like this was something that we were both like in agreement, like these like road trips are awesome. Mm-hmm. And I have a good time going on road trips with you. Fair. And I want to be clear about that. That like, I like having you as my partner in the car, both because we are really good friends and because like, I feel like you can pull your weight in mm-hmm. that environment. Yeah. And will also let me pull mine. Yeah. Because I've definitely been in situations where someone's like, no, I drive. And I'm like, okay. Oh, yeah. Um, or like been in a situation where like I felt like I couldn't ask the other person to drive. And so I was obligated to do it by myself. That is fair. Like I also, I'm the type of person who doesn't mind driving long distances by mm-hmm. myself. Mm-hmm. But I can like, you know, in a uh, previous relationship, like I was the only person who could drive right you know my partner did not have a driver's license so when we would do longer Mm -hmm. trips it's like it was on me and that could become not necessarily tiring but like i was the chauffeur you have the obligation and for me just like to provide a little context like i i will get like road hypnosis or i i get really tired yeah and the act of driving sometimes is not engaging enough on its own to keep me awake. Totally. And like I can feel myself drifting yep. and I can stop and I can pull over or I can like I have methods to keep myself mm-hmm. focused and awake. But it's just like but then it's a fight. And that is also exhausting in yep. and of itself. And so it's like and it also depends. Like I've driven out to Pennsylvania a number of times and like. The drive there is mostly boring. The drive up to Minnesota, in my opinion, is mostly boring. Yes. So, like, there are, like, it's like, if I were to qualify road trips, like, alone, like, I've driven all over in the Midwest a lot. Yes. And it's dull. It's not the most exciting part of the country. Right. And so, like, if I'm trying to get somewhere and I want to watch the scenery change, absolutely. Do I want to do it by myself? Not particularly. So the qualifications of how will this be enjoyable become very pretty strict. Yeah. It's interesting that you bring this up because I definitely understand where you're coming from as far as, like, the scenery. Mm -hmm. How it can be really boring. Having, I'd say, spent a few years of my life living in a very rural part of the Midwest and just like, you know, the middle of nowhere, like middle of soybean fields, Illinois. Not Um, to mention like that period of time was a time when you were a driver, like you had become a driver. Right. Yeah. And So it wasn't like when you were a small child and you were being shuttled. Yeah. These were my last two years of high school. So like I could just like I just got started driving at that Mm -hmm. point. And there was a sense of freedom of being able to drive and also the necessity of having to drive a long way to really get anywhere. It's not like, oh, I learned how to drive and cool, now I can drive to my friend's house on the other side of town and we can go to the movies and, you know, round trip, it's 20 minutes. Like, mm-hmm. it, wa- it wasn't these little tiny jaunts. It was, I am going a long way. Like, it would take 45 minutes for me just to get to the town where most of my friends lived because yeah. that's where I grew up. 
And so I'd frequently go back there. My job was back in that town. And so there was a lot mm-hmm. of me driving from this little rural town through these back country roads that weren't exciting to, to look at necessarily. But the thing that it gave me was this sort of like freedom to explore like what was going on in my head. Mm, and it was a very interesting, interesting place for me where I like I started to fall in love with the uh, the like being behind the wheel by myself mm-hmm. and being able to listen to music and sing at the top of my lungs, but also spend a lot of time like like at the time I was really invested in like telling stories uh, or like writing, uh, like doing writing and thinking about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and so like I feel like whenever I'm just kind of left to my own devices, my inclination is to let my imagination run. And so driving gave me this sort of passive thing that I had. I had a long length of time mm-hmm. to get to where I needed to be. So that let me kind of like it like let my imagination explode. And so mm. there was an element of that where I'm like, I just really love the act of going to and from these places and not really paying attention to the the scenery as much. Mm-hmm. Like that's not the the draw, but like that it it gave me that freedom. And I've had some, uh, and so I've always looked forward to like these longer trips. Um, and I agree with you that it is who you're going with because there were definitely trips where, you know, going growing up with my family mm-hmm. where I was like, okay, now we're driving the Disney world and spending, you know, as a kid, 20 or however many hours driving from Illinois to Florida, right. not fun. You yeah. know, that's not the, the greatest thing in the world, but you know, going to Iowa with uh, a friend of mine or taking multiple trips with you or like when I was in high school and uh, dating this woman who went to school uh, in Rock Island, Illinois, like mm-hmm. that was a few hour, uh, a few hours drive. And so I got to like drive out there and back one day. And that was like one of the best days I can recall having in my adolescence and my, my, you know, teen years. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what it was about it. Aside from the fact that like, it made me feel so free. Like I was able got to sit it. there and just kind of like, rock out kind of go to this place that was a little bit uncharted for me like i didn't know exactly how to get there Mm -hmm. back in the days before gps before gps yeah like so there was uh, there were elements of like okay like i had my directions printed out and everything from Mm -hmm. map quest or whatever it was um but it was mostly just kind of like me finding my way uh that felt really special um now for me, like I, I think like the idea of a road trip, there's something really joyful about like leaving what you experience behind. Like mm-hmm. I am a person who falls into routines very easily. Mm-hmm. And there's something about a, ro- a road trip that it kind of gives you permission to just completely break away from that. And there's like nothing you can do but fall out of these routines where you're spending hours and hours in the car. The thing that you would normally do at this time or in this way goes out the window. Like mm. there's there's no way to fall back on it. And like when you fly somewhere, aside from now the fact that I experience like flight anxiety, but I remember like when I was flying somewhere, it's like I was always just acutely aware of the amount of time that was passing. Um, like how much left of this flight do we have? Okay, like this is, you know, 
a single movie to watch or this is how much time playing video games I'll need or like maybe I'll get through these two magazines. There was something that like this huge disconnect between like the fact that I was traveling and essentially doing the same thing, just like Mm -hmm. letting time pass and letting my my mind go wild. Uh, But there's something about like actually doing something and watching the scenery pass and and kind of like experiencing the slow change it's like i i'm able to better disconnect like my normal everyday routine life and embrace the sort of change that is momentary for the next however many hours i'm in the car hmm. it's a uh, it's, even explaining it now like i'm i'm recognizing that that feels very convoluted and weird and it doesn't um it's I recognize that it's difficult to fully explain well, what it does. What I'm hearing is that like in a road trip scenario, regardless of if you are driving or a passenger, you are in control. Yeah. And you are acutely aware on a more detailed, granular level of your surroundings it and like more, what is passing. Even if I'm not driving it does feel like a much more intimate experience sure definitely there are fewer people yeah and like and what you have to watch as time passes is more engaging most likely because Mm -hmm. there are more details because you're more immersed in it i think that there's also the spontaneity of being able to say oh this is beautiful let's stop or i have to go to the bathroom or i want some more Ketchup flavored Lay's chips or, you know, whatever the case may be. I think you just hit exactly what I'm thinking mm-hmm. is that the the element of spontaneity there is uh is, is a so choice. is so important. Um mm-hmm. where not only were we throwing the routine of every day out the window, but now we can just go like, cool, like shit, we can just stop here if we want to. Whereas if you're stuck mm-hmm. on a plane It's like the next time you like, get off is when you are at, at point D- B. Yes. Yeah. And then you go on with your vacation or whatever. And that's all fine and good and stuff. Mm-hmm. But there is something really fun about having this uh, this element where you can just go, oh, no, like, let's pull off here. Like mm-hmm. when we had, you know, be driving uh, through the, the national parks in Canada mm-hmm. and just like saying like this part. This uh, looks this, pretty. Let's this stop. Looks gorgeous. We have to stop here. <laughs> Or just because something was called Honeymoon Lake or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, but so much of mm-hmm. life otherwise is so regimented where it's like, okay, got to get up, shower, ride the train into work, do the work thing, ride the train home, like make dinner. And there are fair, very few moments where we can just say like, do you want to just go do this instead? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, it was so like I. It's interesting that like those moments I like are kind of baked into road trips. Mm-hmm, definitely, um, I hate road trips or driving in a uh, like for a long time in the car when it's like the the destination is the goal. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy the the journey aspect. Yeah, and so you like <clears throat> baking in time to enjoy the journey. Yeah, I don't want to be like, okay, like we have to leave now or else we're going to be late for this thing. Mm-hmm. Like I hate being late anyway to anything. Mm-hmm. But if like like if we're doing a road trip, I would want to like I would want to make sure that there's padding there so we could just kind of like mm-hmm. take the time that we need. Totally. Yeah, I mean, I think it's very interesting cuz like I also definitely enjoy that kind of spontaneity. I need some structure to a degree where it's like, okay, like yes, 
these 24 hours can be kind of flexible mm-hmm. and spontaneous as long as we get to our lodging by this time. Exactly. Um, and that's like, I just need to know that I'm going to have a place to sleep other than the car. Right. <laughs> well, and there is some realism there. Like, I'm not saying that I want to just do a sort of like road trip where all of it is spontaneous, where mm-hmm. there's like, you just leave and like, we'll figure, figure it out. out. Yeah. Like, I don't well, want to do that. I've definitely done that. Um, and the closest I've ever gotten to that is like knowing that I had to be in one city, but uh, like start in one city, end in another, and that it was going to take a while. Um, and so at some point we just decided to hit a a hotel, mm-hmm. you know, midway through to sleep through the night. Right. That's the the closest I've really gotten there. I do appreciate having enough structure to say like, okay. This to is keep our first us moving. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Exactly. It's very interesting to me, like listening to you describe this and hearing you talk about road trips and like the first thing you the first thing that you really dug into was like a 45 minute drive to get to work. Because like I have had a lot of driving in my life too, or like my first relatively consistent job during like summers and holidays, it was like an hour and a half drive each yeah. way. And it like for me, I was like, this is my commute. This is what I am obligated to do because I have to get to this place and I have to get back home. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very interesting to me to to hear you describe this so kind of romantically. Yeah. um, About like what this provided you. And also I find it very interesting that this ability to sit and reflect or get the creative juices going comes when you have a passive activity to do as well. Yes. Um, That like, you know, because like we've talked about this, like I am into the idea of an exploring meditation and you are adamantly opposed Mm -hmm. to to doing it yourself. That you're totally cool with everybody else who enjoys it, not to cast any doubt there, but like that you yourself would not enjoy that activity that you need something to be engaging you on a passive level in order to connect with yourself yep it's when i'm watching movies if i'm uh if i'm playing a video i think movies are a bad example movies and tv because there's still like a story i'm absorbing there Mm -hmm. but like playing video games uh things like driving Mm -hmm. if i'm um uh like when i used to draw a lot like i used to you know, my first college degree was in art um, and I used to sketch and draw all the time. Like that was just one of those things where I would just let my mind run wild. Anytime I'm playing a video game, I'm like half playing the game and half thinking about fuck all, like something else. Hmm. Um, And just like, like sometimes it's uh, like, it's sort of like depending on my mood or depending on the, the circumstances, like maybe it's like, having an, an argument with somebody in my head and like mm-hmm. being really good and winning that argument and playing the video game. And sometimes it's just like letting sort of like the imagination around the the game that I'm playing or the thing that I'm doing, you know, how could this be different? Or, you know, these little scenarios that play in my head. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's just a lot of like sort of reveling in the, my mind can go and just kind of like go anywhere and I'm still, like, I still have something to latch on to. It just kind of almost gives me, like, an anchor to reality while my, my my brain's playing somewhere else. That's really interesting. Like, I can definitely, I definitely do that a lot when I'm 
working out. Yeah. Running, lifting, soul cycle. Like I think about a lot of things while I'm doing those, th- when I'm participating in those activities <laughs> and when I'm driving too. Yeah. Um, but like games and all that good stuff. And I definitely can like sit down with myself and just think through quite a lot yeah. without anything else really being on my, without anything else holding my attention. Interesting. Mm-hmm. It's so funny that you mentioned Soul Cycle and, and working out in general because anytime I'm working out, especially like even in Soul Cycle, something that I, I love and like I think that there's that passive like keeping the beat sort mm-hmm. of thing. I'm constantly thinking about being in Soul Cycle or constantly thinking about the workout that is happening right now. Mm. Um, I can't break away from that it's like the thing that my mind hones in on and so i need something that's less active like like video games for me are perfect passive activity yeah and to me they're too active like they, they're definitely different skills yeah that, you know what i mean like that we've developed in different ways over yeah it's our very lives. funny but yeah. driving's like that for me like mm-hmm. and so i think like road trips i think you know they don't necessarily need to be these long adventurous sort of like excursions but there is an aspect of a lengthy trip it's not just like driving down the street to mariano's right there was something about like driving from work in the town that i grew up in Mm -hmm. to the town that i ended up living in Mm -hmm. so like geneva to shabana that because it was just there was like especially at the time of night that i typically drive back down the country roads you'd pass like 10 cars especially getting out of the suburbs and Mm -hmm. driving out into the country there's almost nobody and so like and because it was just like, oh, well, I need to get home at some point, I could take roads that I never took before and just take the long way home. And I would mm. frequently just kind of do that. But most of the time, it was just a, a way for me to explore whatever was going on in my head. And now, like for us, when we go on road trips, it's great to have a partner where I feel like we have podcasts, we have music that we can listen to. But Sometimes we even talk to each other. Well, I was going to say, like, the, <laughs> I'd say the best moments of, of our just relationship as a whole, mm-hmm. wh- whether we were friends or when we became partners, like, our conversations and our, the way that we communicate, the way that we sync on certain subjects, like, there's something about being in the car that, like, makes it. Um, it's a form of entertainment. Yeah. yeah. And it, it just, it makes it really enjoyable. So, mm-hmm. like, I love it on my own but i also love being able to share it with somebody that i i really appreciate being with and sometimes like for whatever reason being in the car like just gets the gears turning in my my head where i'm mm-hmm. like oh it's time to talk about this thing now yeah um, and you're able to like engage a little bit more fully in that conversation yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah no that's really interesting um so what was the first non like have to go visit a friend like high what was your first like post high school road trip or like first like official like out of state road trip oh man not counting like the trips to disney world with my parents like you're talking about like you as an adult okay driving for fun um this is hard to determine mostly because my memory is terrible (laughs) and so i feel like there may be a couple that happen that for whatever reason like i'm just not latching on to um the first notable one the first memorable one is the one that i I, a road trip that i took with um my friend charles um where we went from chicago back to his home 
hometown of Des Moines. Mm-hmm. Um, so definitely a Midwestern boring drive, yeah. but a drive where we got to chat a lot, listen to some really awesome electronic music and just kind of like enjoy the, again, like the, the aspect of getting away and having the scenery, the, the quote unquote scenery, not necessarily like the literal scenery, but the, the world that we were used to. Mm-hmm dissipate and we kind of got to like just forge our own path for a little while Mm. so that was the one that i think yeah a lot of weird complicated memories for that one but the actual like drive itself and getting away was awesome yeah i think it's really fascinating to me so there are like a couple things that like reach out to me first that the the opportunity for spontaneity provides control yeah and that you like the control of being spontaneous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what the fuck is going on in my brain? I don't know. Um, and then the second thing is, is that like you have never resided anywhere outside of Illinois. And mm-hmm. part of me wonders if like my feelings about driving are so different because like, I mean, even when I was a small child, so like when I was very young, um, my parents were quite well off and they enrolled me in a private school through the second grade. Mm. Um, Fancy. and that drive was like 30 to 45 minutes each way, mm. like from the time I was in preschool, yeah. like that is when commuting started for me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then commutes got shorter and like I moved to the public school um, sector after and like I could walk home from my middle school and I could very easily drive to my high school when I moved and like, you know, all that good stuff. Um, But then like dog shows took me all over the state of California when I was living there and all over the Midwest when I moved outside of Chicago. And then I went to school up in Wisconsin and would frequently come home. And that was a really boring four hour drive. And I did it a lot. And then, you know, I've driven all over for singing competitions. Um, and that commute that I had when I was in high school to my place of work and through college when I would come home, like, it's just like, it's very interesting to me. Like, I've taken, like, when I asked you that question, I started going through the tally myself of how many places I've driven. Mm-hmm. And it, part of me wonders if, like, the difference in like where we have lived and therefore had to drive drives the difference in opinion about road trips in general you bringing up the like the growing up aspect and like the experience through childhood led me to a really interesting revelation yeah that i don't really know how it affects anything or like affects this conversation (laughs) at all but uh or what additional complications it adds to my feelings about driving. But it dawns on me that one of my parents' go-to recreational activities on the weekends was just going out for a drive. Like that sort of like going out for a Sunday drive thing. That, that was your dad, I'm guessing? It was both of them. Uh, uh, oh, I thought you were saying like, <clears throat> I thought you were saying one of my parents had this recreational oh, activity. Oh, no, 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 no. Um, Got it. No, no, yeah. Like, yes, like it, something that my parents, both of my parents just really enjoyed doing. Uh, was just going out for drives. Mm-hmm. And that was something that we'd do frequently. And I can't remember specifically as a kid if I really 
hated that experience or like was always like there was an element there of like oh this is boring adult stuff like i don't want to go out on a drive like mm-hmm. i want to stay home and play mario kart mm-hmm. um irony uh but <laughs> like jokes but there was uh <laughs> but that was definitely a uh, a large portion of my childhood like on the weekends it felt like i could you know growing up i could count on either doing chores and like cleaning the house sort of thing Mm -hmm. or that my parents at one point would say let's go on a drive like we're gonna we're gonna go out and we're gonna go on a drive and it wasn't until it was like older where I could say like I don't want to go you know when I was in my early and you could be left alone and I could be yeah like Mm -hmm. left at home I would opt to do that typically but for a long time growing up there was a as a child like there was a lot of all right, we're going for a drive. Interesting. And like when you put that lens on it for me, I have one parent who grew up in a city in mm-hmm. Manhattan yep. and resented the fact that driving was the sole means of getting two things that you need, like the grocery store or dry cleaning or. Yeah. So the suburbs sucked. Yeah. To him. Hated the suburbs. Yes, yeah. my father. Um, <laughs> and, and to this day, like I think, would much rather live in a place of convenience where you can walk or take a bus or take a train to get to what you need. Yeah. I, and, I see that in you. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, we, we share we share that mentality for sure. And, and part of it is nature and part of it is nurture, I'm mm-hmm. sure. Um, I, I love the convenience of the city. I love it. Yeah. Um, I love that it is open late. I love that it has everything I need. I love that if I really want some ice cream or a bottle of wine, I can just walk out the door. <laughs> At 10 minutes, maybe. Yeah. And it'll yeah. take, right, exactly. Like, and, and so I do, I do love that. Yeah. I also grew up with a with another parent who who was a driver for me for mm-hmm. a long time because I could not legally drive myself. Yeah. And there was a lot of stress about time mm-hmm. baked into that. Yes. Of traffic, of getting where we needed to go. It was a utility. It was not a recreational thing. Yeah. And so I do wonder how that has also shaped my experience. A lot of driving is out of need. Yeah. Rather than out of leisure. Yeah. I I mean a lot of the the driving growing up was also out of need, but it never mm-hmm. felt like I don't think that either of my parents were so like I didn't have the experience of having things like regimented so much, mm-hmm. like the sort of like planned out to a T, like we need to spend mm-hmm. X amount of time, like we're going to be, you know, that didn't it didn't feel as the next immediate. five hours planned out to the minute. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. that didn't feel as is uh overwhelming Mm -hmm. yeah and so i do think it's very interesting how like driving is liberating to you because sometimes it can feel restrictive to me um but that being said like i still do love and love that i have found somebody who loves road trips Mm -hmm. with i love road trips with you yeah and i love I love road trips of substance. Like I like going up to Minnesota is usually out of some kind of obligation. Yeah. It's not like the destination. Right. But going to a national park and yeah. watching the scenery unfold and like I do have a dream of like hitting every state and maybe hitting every national park. Yeah. Um and that like driving is a really excellent way to see this country that we live in. Yeah. I agree. Because of World War II. Yeah. Highways. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Germany. Also, thank you, Great Depression. 
and the mm-hmm. uh, Works Progress Administration or Works Progress. Fuck, what was the WPA's acronym? I did a a whole thing. I did a whole class on this in in college, and it's all. It's not the Works Progress Administration, is it? I don't know. I don't know why you're looking to me for answers. It was the Works Progress Administration. We didn't Thank- look it up. Nah. That was in your brain. Yep. I mean, it was. You just confirmed it. Yeah, that's true. But yeah, for helping put together all the national park stuff and the mm-hmm. propaganda for it and all that stuff. Definitely. Good times. So if you are interested in taking road trips and you have like a car or can gain access to one and a good licensed driver that you want to spend that time with, the biggest thing that I would recommend like for your first short road trip is just taking a day trip. Hmm. Um, there's usually like a decent state or national park within driving distance of wherever you live. Yeah. And that can be a really lovely thing, especially because our government is now currently in a shutdown. It's not currently in a shutdown. It almost sounded like I said now, but I said not. It is <laughs> not currently in a shutdown. Yeah. So what a great time to explore those national treasures. Yeah. And, and who knows how long that will be. So take advantage of Anything it. is possible in this administration. We should we should say like currently not in a shutdown mm-hmm. as of this particular day of recording February sixteenth two thousand and nineteen yeah what a good time capsule because maybe when somebody listens to this when we release it in a couple of weeks mm-hmm. maybe there will be another shot who knows definitely exciting yeah. times I think it's I mean like I think it's a really good activity for for partners to take mm-hmm. and it can be a pretty cost effective way to. To take to have a nice breather, yeah, a nice vacation. It does like it. I think that's a a nice thing about the day trip is that you know you might have your normal hobbies, you might have your your normal things, but like forcing yourself to get away from it mm-hmm. is just kind of nice to to get a a new perspective. Definitely, and it's one of those things, things where like we've we've been trashing how awful Illinois is, but then there's also <laughs> Starved Rock, which oh, sure. I personally have never been to, but really? I yeah, seriously, oh, fuck. I know. Well, we got to go. We should. Starved but Rock like is great. it's beautiful. Yeah. And so I think it's also one of those things where it just can provide a little bit of like disconnect from like our life that revolves around like screens and go, go, go. I think it laxes time a little bit mm-hmm. and also provides you with an opportunity to connect with something that is so beautiful that is basically in your backyard. Yeah. Um, and that it's just it takes a, a, a little bit of time to get there. Yeah. Um, and sometimes when it takes that amount of time, it makes the, the reward of reaching your destination all the sweeter. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I like that a lot. I like this question a lot. Thank this, you so much for digging into it with me. Yeah. Thanks for, for asking. It was interesting to kind of like, like I knew at some point, like you had said that you were going to ask this. Mm-hmm. And so like there's a part of me that was like, oh, I should have just like known what to say but i hadn't really planned it out at all that's the whole point of this well i know but (laughs) it was interesting to come to these revelations and see how connected yeah do you feel like you said everything that you want to say about road trips i think so i think i'm in a good spot we should plan another one i agree Mm -hmm. well at the very least starved rock yes once it gets a little warmer it is a little cold right now so yeah a little bit warmer would be nice yeah
Special thanks to Jackson Davis, whose song, Same As You Wanted, is our intro and outro music. Check out his EP, 701, anywhere you listen to music. You can get in touch with us through our website, thismuchlove.com, and via Twitter, at thismuchlove. Our DMs are open. Tell us about something you love. Thanks. I love you too. Thanks for doing this with me. The podcast? Yeah. Oh, totally. And road trips and all of it. Partnership and everything. You know, yeah, everything. I, yeah, thanks for doing everything. I'm very grateful for you. I'm grateful for you too. Thanks. <laughs> Bye-bye. Bye bye. <laughs> bye.